It's the Redirect Podcast. Search industry research, discussion, and analysis from the Black Truck Media and Marketing Headquarters. And now, redirecting you to the Black Truck Team. Welcome to episode 53 of the Redirect Podcast. It is Friday, August 10th, 2018. I'm Jason Dodge, founder of Black Truck Media and Marketing. Joined this week by Ashley and Patrick from the Black Truck team. Hey, gang. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's Friday. Uh, so it's been a couple of weeks since we were able to all actually really jump in and sit down and cover what's going on in the in the world of, of search. And since then, there have been some major updates. Uh, so the internet has come unglued. <laughs> over some things. So uh, the major one being uh, a Google algorithm update on August 1st. Uh, so it's um, in, in typical fashion of many SEOs or many internet marketers, there were quite a few that freaked out. Mm-hmm. And not saying that there weren't a, you know, a series of ranking drops and, or improvements that you read about, but I think it's a general reminder and rule of thumb of ours and actually quite a few other professionals that have come right out and said it like, don't freak out. So tip before we get into some details on this, don't freak out. Take note of the changes over the course of the next couple of weeks. Uh, it could take longer for you know the dust to really settle, um, especially if you're in any one of these potential industry verticals that are being impacted the most. Um, so wanted to share some things that we know about uh, both official, non-official, from news sources as well as Google directly. Um, this this is very much a, a broad, global, core algorithm update as confirmed by Google's Danny Sullivan. Um, it is nicknamed the Medic Update um, as it's it's been um, it's impacted that industry the most. So um, I want to kind of outline what we know. And then Ashley, I know you were going to cover this topic too. So uh, we can bat it back and forth a little bit. So it, it appears to be very much on health and medical based sites uh, that have seen the most impact from it, positive or negative, uh, as well as those that are in the, what is known as the YMYL category or the your money, your life type sites. And that was an acronym, I think 2013 ish. Google came out with? And that's a major component of the Google um, search quality yes. guidelines that I spoke about Thank you. last week. Yes. yes. So if, you, if you're not familiar with the Google search quality guidelines and the update, please go listen to episode 52. Um, Ashley did a great job with a deep dive there. And our show notes up? Yes, show notes are up are. from that too. So yeah. we'll link to those. But um, as... as um, Google puts it, these are sites, what are YMYL sites? Because some people don't know. Um, It's not YOLO, it's YMYL. (laughs) Um, Those are sites that can, sites or pages on a site that can impact your current or future well-being, physical, financial, safety, etc. So in other words, I kind of put that as life, death, and your future. Yeah. These are pages that are... um, giving direction, uh, kind of that ask and seek advice type on the health side, the financial side. These are also pages that are asking for personal information too. So that could be 
forms, um, that type of thing that are included in there. So um, it has been confirmed. So in kind of the last thing of what we know, it has been confirmed that the algorithm update is fully rolled out as of this week, like within okay. the past day or two. Okay. So uh, so Danny Sullivan said this was on, the, uh, I think, on the 3rd. There's a tweet out there of that um, they anticipated it to be rolled out next week, and that's hence this week here. So actually mm-hmm. waiting a little bit to discuss this has helped because then we're not kind of a bunch of hearsay. Yeah. So, yeah. What have you read on it so far? Yeah. Um, I was seeing a lot of early speculation. So I think it, it began on August 1st and maybe, yeah, maybe it wasn't really <clears throat> confirmed until the third, mm-hmm. but I saw a lot of early speculation that the update was connected to the recent changes to the quality rater guidelines. And then more specifically, Marie Haynes, wrote a, a nice long yep, piece. real long piece. Yeah, um, <laughs> specifically that she believes it's um, the effect of Google finding new ways to evaluate the your money, your life sites in terms of safety and trust was her big um, kind of takeaway there. And um, she shared some pieces that kind of talk right back to some areas of those quality rater guidelines that I didn't have a chance to really share about last week, but that were covered in Jennifer Slegg's uh, deep dive that I had linked to. So um, Marie said, in this case, specifically, if you run a diet or nutrition site, um, the following are all going to be important factors in how you rank. And I think these can apply to other sites too. Um, Is your content written by people who are truly known as authorities in their field? And I think this this is applicable for everybody. That was a huge component of the the quality rater guidelines is to have information on your website that talks clearly about who is sharing this content, who is responsible for this Mm. content, um, down to the people and their credentials when that's necessary. And in a field like medical... Um, or diet nutrition, you would want to be actually speaking with someone who's a professional and credentialed. So it ties a little bit back into authorship. Yes. Yeah. Which is something that was really big and then kind of went away. And now we're like, right, right. Yeah. So now are we seeing that come back? I mean, it makes sense to me. Authority. I mean, again, the, the um, acronym, I almost said algorithm. The acronym is EAT, Expertise, Authoritative, Trustworthiness. This is kind of the, the core of those those quality rater guidelines. That's what Google is looking for. Um, so I think that authorship component is pretty important, and I'm, more so in some fields than others. I'm curious how that's going to be monitored without some type of singular universal database of yeah. authors. Yeah, I mean, the, the guidelines go so far as to say um, if you can't find information about who's like the person whose name is on this on the site to like research off the site and see what you can find out like as much as LinkedIn profiles all that sort of Mm. thing too yeah and it's it's very much documented in the in the Raiders guideline if you will Google Raiders guideline so um, pages that solicit those personal information anything from personal IDs bank account numbers driver's license anything like that basically this is the um, I call it the CYA for Google of we're not going to, I'm not saying they're not going to index, but there's a potential for them to devalue um, uh, uh, authoritative, like 
authoritative sites, I hate using that all the time, but um, that are asking you for information like that, like you're applying for a loan or you're trying to access information or data, like they're starting, this is the next step in them. It's almost like um, they've, they've cracked down on spam to some degree. They've cracked down on thin content. Now we're saying it's almost like a combination of those, um, if you could view it that way. Um, monetary transactions. So again, you're giving them personal information. Could, is this GDPR related? I don't know. Mm. I, should we speculate on that? Mm. Um, medical and health. So it impacts your physical well-being. Major life decisions. So parenting, purchasing a home, a vehicle. So this is anything from hospitals and healthcare and nutrition to auto. Um, and then, uh, life, life issues that can impact your future happiness, uh, legal advice, financial. So, um, attorneys, lawyers as well could be impacted by this. Um, I think it, it's an interesting one. There's a great, uh, Barry Schwartz search engine land did a great deep dive as well and shared some information from Systrix mm. on, um, gains and rankings, uh, kind of with the update and those that saw losses. And it's more of your, what I picked out of this, it may not be right or wrong, but if you look at the ones that, that won versus the ones that lost, the ones that lost are certainly the ones that you look at that I think as a marketer, we could look at and say, yeah, that feels a little spammy. When you look at just, <laughs> when we're looking at the root domain, I'm not, now prevention.com, a well-known publication magazine, not, not spammy but maybe the ways in which they were going about writing their content could have felt that way. Um, but there's very, some things like good RX or, um, some others in here that you kind of go, mm. there's some retailers in here that took a hit too. Mm. Um, Charlotte Russe. Yeah. Forever 21. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So it's interesting. Isn't forever 21 and Charlotte Russe, aren't they owned by the same company? Sure. Somebody can figure that out and answer us that question. <laughs> I bet they are, but they took a little bit of a hit there. Um, but you see, um, larger, almost more enterprise sites taking a win. Carfax, rent.com, Glassdoor, um, apartments.com. So health and wellness, medical, think in those li- lifestyle. I think LinkedIn have, was in there too. They have, uh, brand awareness to work into their data. Exactly. Reputation. Reputation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spot that, on, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. So not even just the, like having the name and like credentials, if, if that's important, but yeah, another point is does your business itself and your writers have a good reputation and, um, yeah. One of the only industries it looks like that maybe wasn't as impacted, um, that could follow along that was, um, that's pointed out in this piece too is, um, travel. Mm-hmm. which we know Google's kind of, how do I put it politely? There's no polite way to say it. Screwed that industry a little bit with their own concierge and things like that. We've talked about it before. I'm looking at Pat because I know he's booked direct and stuff from Google before. Um, but that's really thrown that industry, uh, much like jobs and recruitment house too. It's thrown that industry upside mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's certainly some interesting things there. So uh, Rank Ranger is also quoted in here and sharing a bunch of information as to who's up, who's down based on first match results. Um, you know, anything from health, travel, gambling to, you know, home, home goods and kind of who's up, who's down. So very, very interesting to see. 
yeah. uh, how this is going to roll out. Um, I don't think we've seen anything here yet that states, um, you know, any of our any of our sites have been impacted, mm-hmm. uh, you know, negatively by it. So, you know, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's going to be one of those things. We just time will tell, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know. Do good work. Yeah, exactly. yeah, totally. And um, I think too, we'll we'll share the screenshot. Um, you know, the Mozcast temperatures broken down by industry is really good. Doctor Pete outlined that. Health definitely gets hit. It in rank. It's it's health vehicles, pet beauty, hobbies. You know, it just kind of goes goes through the gamut of who could be a, a impacted the, the most by category. So some really great details. Um, I, actually, I think. Um, this algorithm out of all of them, while there certainly were people freaking out for not having the insights like we had with Panda Penguin, like Google providing them directly, um, I think that the SEO community did a really good job of like communicating and sharing information of what they know and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Hmm. All right, Pat, it's on you. Yeah, so a couple <laughs> months ago, I had a conversation here about. Uh, the future of voice search? Yes. No, that was the other week. Um, responsive text ads and ah, being expanded. Yeah. Um, responsive text search ads um, through the Google Ads platform. Not, not ads. Formerly, formerly known as, Very yes, good. formerly yeah. known as the, the, the symbol. So you guys can give me yes. a high five. I think everything that we do now should be, well, Google Ads, formerly known as. Yeah. AdWords. Uh, so they were going to test out a slow rollout with doing a third title and a second uh, description. So basically giving yourselves an extra 30 characters in a title and an extra 80 to 90 characters in a description. A bunch of real estate for a yeah. PPC. So um, those are starting to expand come September. However, in the shakeup of all of, all of the things... <laughs> That's coming to everyone on normal search ads by the end of the month. Hmm. So no more, but it's out of beta is what they're saying. Yeah, and it's not not just responsive. Standard ads. Oh. So here's the deal. So right now, uh, for those that don't do uh, PPC through Google Ads, when you create uh, an ad, you're allowed two lines of 30 characters. Mm -hmm. So basically, you can't roll like half of a word to the next line. That's your main headline that you're yeah. seeing up, yeah. up up top, your bolded yeah. text? Yeah, but se- the two lines are usually separated by a space or a pipe between the two. Um, and then you're allowed a description, which is 80 characters. So you have 30, 30, and 80, and that's your real estate to play. You can put a creative URL in there too, but um, those are limited to 15 character, two 15-character buckets, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of the month, you're going to be able to do 30, 30, 30 characters on your title. So three 30-character titles and two 90-character descriptions. Hmm. So we're going from basically 60 60 characters of title to 90 characters of title, from 80 characters of description to 180 characters of description. And the approach is, the approach originally when they first came out with it was it, uh, it was more, um, at least what we've talked about before was the machine learning aspect and it was plug in your various um, uh, title, plug yeah. in your various descriptions, they're going to mix and match based off yeah, of Yeah, that's how the response work. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, basically you make a, a menu and then this machine learning will do a, yep. 
if this then that kind of best match. You can prioritize and say, I, yeah. I, I yeah. would prefer this one with this one. Yeah. But. So um, I have a few theories on what's happening here. And I think, again, this is just my opinion. And we all know how my opinions play out on these things. Um, Google is opening up the doors to us marketers and ad creators to put the most valuable information forward about this page that we're trying to get viewers to go to in an effort to machine learn us more mm. so they can then improve organic results. We're almost creating with this new expanded mm. ad, we're creating almost a featured snippet. Yeah. It's yeah. almost enough characters. That's to the make characters. Own, yeah, yeah. The extra room with characters. We can cram so much more pertinent and relevant information there. We can put more information like date runs and, and product variations that in the past, we maybe we did it through um, site-like extensions and various things like that. Now it's right in the main meat and guts of it. So is Google reading that to us as the marketers, the PPC guys, telling them what the important information is so then they can take that read hmm. and improve their organic search results? Interesting. Correlation isn't causation, but, yeah, you know. It could be. I mean, and, and we're not, certainly let's make sure we're not going on the record and saying PBC influences organic search or, or PBC does not improve organic right. search. It can influence a user's uh, interactions mm -hmm. within organic search results. So it, it can, you know, definitely seen cases where it, it will. Yeah. Enhance. We, yeah, we could we could break that down. Now that's not this crap. No, no conversation though. No, but um, I, I really am looking forward to this expansion to see what I can do. Mm -hmm. I, I'm curious if there's going to be a an old and a new version available to us, like legacy and new, so we can do some side by side, some A B kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's going to be interesting because we already have. Um, if you have it enabled, and we've we've been playing with it with some accounts, you know, you have the auto. Um, uh, ad suggestions mm -hmm. and those are strictly machine mm -hmm. learning uh, about 50 50 for me and the accounts that I manage in terms of those that I've been like ah, yeah I can see that like that makes sense right the other half I've been like oh that's not even that's not even close mm -hmm. so I think maybe to twist your point a little bit yeah. more, less on the organic side and it's more on Teaching the machine, your assisted machine learning yeah. in this case, on um, what the page is about, the relevancy, and yeah. how it's important right. to the user to then have them mm -hmm. do the auto. Right. The auto do. Right. Auto do. That's, auto -do. that's technical. Yeah. Auto do. That's technical auto build. Yeah. Right. So, auto do. <laughs> I'm going to start utilizing You that. should do that. Yeah. Uh, so, I think what's going to be challenging in uh, filling out all this new character limit space utilizing it to the best advantage that we can is those pages that are light in content. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes, especially maybe in like a product based where it's image heavy um, or variation of the product mm -hmm. heavy, coming up with a good 180 characters for a description could be difficult. Or if it's just an event, you know, a lot of times event pages mm. are just time and dates. How many different event. ways can you say beer fest or yeah. something like that right right yeah. right so it's it's going to be a challenge that i think could really benefit things 
I don't know how it's going to play out in the wild, you know, from a desktop. They showed some examples like on desktop or, or mobile. You know, I haven't seen any screenshots of what the double description looks like. Well, it certainly is going to impact mobile because right now mm. most searches, depending on where you're at, uh, if it's commercial intent, you know, you're, you're, you're going to at least have to thumb up once to get to an organic ranking. They're all, you know, your top, your top spots are going to be all ads mm-hmm. now. Um, in a mobile environment, I have to imagine that could be yeah. certainly interesting. You're going to see more of the featured snippets-esque in the desktop. Yeah. Um, now, to, to your point, too, the other side of it is how many people are actually going to embrace it and do it. Right. Hopefully, I would say the more competitive the industry, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's going to be people that just aren't going to adopt yeah. it right away. I was going to ask if, if it, you don't have to fill up the space, I'm guessing. Right. But it's, why it's wouldn't you? Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So um, I think it was 2016 when AdWords started to do expanded text ads. And then that then became the standard. Mm-hmm. So there isn't an ex- like they're now normal ads, mm-hmm. and I remember the adoption rate. Uh, just, I was just getting my feet wet with PPC around then, and it seemed like adopting it was was difficult for a lot of people. Or updating the legacy ones, you know, it it, it was um, an interesting rollout. And I'm wondering if this is going to have the same type of reaction. Yeah, and in in order to do it. Um be cliche at scale in order to do it at scale <laughs> scalable yes it's scalable um uh adwords editor is going to be you know your friend in that when you're doing massive massive changes like that although i have seen some instances lately where if you're inside native uh google ads um uh interface the uh, the browser version um, there are some instances now where they're making that transition of things easier, meaning deploying multiple ads across multiple uh, groups. But AdWords Editor is is much easier to be able to build out, you know, three to five variations of an ad. So if you're building out three to five variations of an ad, so that's what this. Let's back up. That's what this plays really nicely. And how many variations are they allowing? Um, the one I discussed a few months ago, I believe. You could put upwards of nine descriptions. So what's interesting is is that from Google's standpoint, when you start to discuss things with their team and quality of of PPC ads, of search ads, they like to see you running between three to five ad variations. Mm -hmm. Well, when if you create one ad now with many variants of headlines and descriptions and things like that, you've now made that job of creating three to five much easier, Mm -hmm. right? Because now the machine can create those combinations. I think just in theory to speculate even more. Right. Um, But AdWords editor is going to be your friend and be able to create those variations and, and, and move them. I also think too, that if you want to keep an eye on things that are potentially coming down the wire in beta, um, just even downloading AdWords editor, familiarizing yourself with that and seeing what shows up in the ads section because that beta has been available now for some time. That's, mm-hmm. that's how we first found out about the beta is it was, it was available in AdWords editor. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll learn whether or not you have access to it when you go to push those changes from AdWords editor, right? Which is mm-hmm. offline yep. to the online environment. Um, 
if it will actually accept it or not. And a lot of accounts it won't hmm. unless they have the beta access. Hmm. So, but this is so this is going to happen by the end of the month. Yeah, right? it said that by the end cool. of August it should be rolled out everywhere. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, fellow PPC managers. Man, that's going to be a, an, an interesting, interesting one. So two major, I would say, updates in the past week since we've been radio silent. Um, so the big algorithm update, we're going to share some information on that. Again, don't freak out. Um, I would say that even uh, the folks that we work with in the, in the healthcare segment, um, I, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen much um, that m- makes me go, oh, my God, the sky is falling. Um, <laughs> So choose to chase the algorithm or monitor and and be tactful about it. And then, yeah, if you're in the Google ad space, you're doing search ads. I, I think uh, 2018 already, we've had a ton of changes yeah. in the ad space. And um, you need to stay on your toes um, if you are going to manage search ads properly. Right. You know, there's a cost involved in doing it. And you need to manage it proactively and... Um, and if you're working with somebody that's doing it, uh, keep an eye out for those changes and ask these questions, um, you know, to make sure that uh, that everybody's staying on top of it. This isn't this isn't something you're just going to get a notification, an email notification on push to you from, mm-hmm. you know, your Google Ads account. This is uh, this is something that that you kind of want to stay on top of. So awesome. Really great information. And uh, we'll have more for you if you want to listen to more details that Ashley shared um, on Google's Ranker um, help me out here. Quality, quality rater guidelines. guidelines. Um, listen, jump back and listen to episode 52, um, of the redirect podcast. And, uh, until next time, good luck. This has been the redirect podcast. Check out the show notes at blacktruckmedia.com and add us on iTunes and Stitcher.